Understood, a podcast dedicated to better understanding MS and learning to live well with MS. I'm your host, Katie Sloan. Our usual reminders as we begin. First, I am not an expert. I'm just a person like you, living with MS and trying to make the best of it. Misunderstood is based on my personal experience, what I've learned from my doctors, other care providers, and my own solutions-oriented research and pattern-finding obsession. While the majority of the information I share has been vetted by doctors, I am not a doctor. My intention is that you use the information shared here as a springboard for discussion between you and your doctor regarding your future care options. And lastly, MS impacts each of us uniquely. I hope to shine a light on a wide range of approaches and strategies for living better with MS. But what you choose to do with that information is always your choice, and what works for one may not work for all. In our last episode, we talked about neuroplasticity and using journaling as a healing tool. Our first Writing to Heal group meeting is this coming Saturday. There are five of us embarking on this journey together, and I promise to keep y'all abreast of how it goes, and upon our group's culmination in December, I will also share an overview of our qualitative and quantitative scores to assess how journaling helped us shift our mindsets and alleviate physical and emotional symptoms. Stay tuned. Today, Dr. Susan joins me to talk about the upcoming launch of a program I'm deeply committed to and attribute much of my successes in learning to live well with MS, True Medicine MS. For today's gratitude, I'd like to thank the founder and chief scientific advisor of True Medicine MS, Dr. Susan Peyrovi. For those of you familiar with the classic hero's journey literary structure, meeting Dr. Susan was truly my meet the master moment. When we first met, I had been living with diagnosed MS about a year and had already experienced two majorly debilitating MS exacerbations. My central nervous system was stuck revving in high gear and my adrenals were running on fumes. I had lost my vision in one eye, was struggling with left leg functionality, had lost the use of gross motor in my arms and fine motor in my hands, and was struggling with deteriorating cognitive ability. Newly disability retired, I was in a constant state of shock and fear, not knowing what my future would hold, but certainly feeling that life as I knew it was over, with the future looking quite bleak at best. In taking Dr. Susan's health course at Stanford, I immediately started to see how I could take back some semblance of control of my health by better understanding how my body works at the cellular level and by following her simple yet proven strategies, the very same strategies that had worked for her and so many others before me. Within just a few short weeks of implementing one small positive change at a time, I felt noticeably better, and over the years since, I have continued to feel better and better, and to gratefully regain abilities that at one time I feared I had lost forever. Is True Medicine MS a cure for our MS? 
I won't go that far, but I will say that I firmly believe that all of us, regardless of our current MS progression status, will benefit greatly from learning the keys to living well with MS directly from Dr. Susan, and that healing for us is possible. As a skilled integrated medicine doctor living with MS, she understands just how debilitating an MS diagnosis can be and how, despite the best intentions, the vast majority of the neurologic care we receive lacks the knowledge and understanding of how all our body systems work together and how the delicate functionality of this interconnectedness is related to our MS progression. The True Medicine MS program is designed to work in partnership with our existing neurologic care. And my MS specialist was very supportive and enthusiastic about my participation in the True Medicine MS program and my results. So today, thank you, Dr. Susan. I'm eternally grateful that you've worked so hard to forge a path forward for all of us in the MS community, to find a way to increase access to your program so that all of us may learn to thrive. Thank you for showing us the way to better health so that we can all truly learn to live well with MS. Without further ado, let's dive right into my conversation with Dr. Susan and learn more about the upcoming launch of the True Medicine MS program. Okay. Hi, Dr. Susan. Thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Katie. I love being here. Thanks for having me back. Of course, of course. So as longtime listeners know, uh, we first met me as your patient and you as my doctor. And then, you know, over the years, we've really expanded the work we've done together um, to building true medicine, which we'll talk about today, um, and really just becoming good friends. And I'm so, uh, it's just a relationship I treasure. Um, and so again, thank you for being here. And I think the real common thread that we talk about all the time, regardless of which hat we're wearing, is healing. And so I'm hoping we can start off our conversation today just talking about healing in general. Sure. Well, healing is what it's all about, right? This is why I went into medicine and learned to practice in all different areas, because I wanted to figure out how to heal people and how to make them feel better. But my definition of healing now is very different than what I understood healing to be when I was practicing conventional Western medicine solely. You know, as an anesthesiologist or a hospice and palliative care doctor, I was relying on, you know, medications and um, maybe sometimes radiology and imaging and labs to make people better. And I thought that was healing. And I think that's one form of healing, but I think it's actually there's so much more to it. And I didn't know that until I delved into integrative and functional medicine and acupuncture and mind-body medicine, where I really got to understand healing from a very um, deep perspective. That's beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about how that journey happened for you? What was the catalyst? And kind of explain to us what that was like. Sure. So, you know, the, the tipping point was when I got diagnosed with MS shortly after the birth of my first child. And that actually ended my career in anesthesia because my main symptom with MS 
was a weak left hand and arm. So I actually couldn't perform procedures safely in the operating room. So I had to figure out how to make myself feel better and how do I kind of heal my body? And I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna do what my neurologist says because you know, I wanna be a good compliant patient. Um, so, um, you know, in, in meeting with my neurologist and listening to their advice, and I was very appreciative of everything they were telling me. So glad that, you know, I live in a time where we actually have therapies for MS. I mean, you know, MS today is very different than MS 20, 30 years ago. So um, in an effort to try to figure out how to heal myself, because I had this gut feeling that there was something more that I could be doing to ensure that I would remain healthy and be able to take care of myself and my family. And I went to an integrative medicine conference and all of a sudden I learned about you know, stress management. I always thought that that was just like one of those things you just tell people and then they hopefully go and do it, right? But there's so much depth within what can be done to calm the nervous system down. There is so much beauty in how food interacts with our biochemistry to put us on track um, and turn on all of the healing mechanisms. Yeah, I'd love to talk about healing and to really be precise and focus on what it really truly means. I thought that I was healing patients when I was practicing medicine and anesthesia, but my definition of healing and my understanding of it is very different now that I practice mainly integrative medicine, functional medicine, acupuncture, mind-body medicine. And here's what I think the difference is. In Western medicine, we use pharmaceuticals, radiology, surgery, uh, and maybe laboratories to identify you know, a disease and then to treat it, okay? So that's one approach. And I think of that as a downstream approach where we're like looking at what's happened down, far down, you know, down the stream. We're looking at the outcomes, right? A person has a symptom. We call that a disease and then we match it up with the pharmaceutical. I thought that was healing. And I think that's, that is one type of healing. But now that I've gone into this realm of, you know, integrative and functional medicine, I've learned to look at the body in a very comprehensive, holistic way where everything is connected. And in order to treat somebody and to heal them, you actually wanna focus upstream. You wanna have a proactive approach, prophylactic approach, preventative approach, where you're really thinking about what can we do to kind of set this person's body systems straight what can we do to bring biochemistry back into balance? And so what I learned over the last 10 years of doing this work is that if you can focus on treating underlying imbalances or the things that contribute to disease, I think you can make a lot of progress. The approach of also treating the outcomes of a disease like the symptoms is also valuable, but it's not all of it. It's half of it. I think it's equally important, if not more, to really focus upstream and think about what can I do to just let my body run better. So when I talk about healing now on a biochemical level, I think of that as how do I get the, the right biochemical reactions to rev up? And conversely, how do I get the less desirable 
in, um, biochemical reactions to rev down, like the inflammatory pathways, right? So we, you know, our biochemistry, our cellular physiology, our DNA is constantly looking to the environment for signals so that it can decide what to do. Otherwise, it doesn't know if it's supposed to create inflammation or kill inflammation, right? So um, it's the environment that signals to your cells and your DNA of what to do next. And we typically think about the environment as, you know, um, things we come in contact with throughout a day, like, um, you know, physical injury an infection an illness, like a viral infection. Um, so these things all send information down into our cells, right? If you if you get COVID, your immune system's going to go on attack, right? And turn up all the inflammatory and other pathways. Um, but other things that are really important that we should be paying attention to is what kind of food is coming in? Is it food that's gonna turn on inflammation or will it turn inflammation down? Right? If you eat good plant-based foods that are maybe organic, you're gonna send a very different set of data into your body versus eating you know, a hamburger from a certain restaurant with fries and a Coke. So that's information. How we move our bodies throughout a day is information. You know, Are you an active person or are you sedentary for whatever reason? Um, how much stress is in your life? And more importantly, how do you cope with it? Do you use your stress management skills, right? How much of that um, disruption of stress reaches down into your biochemistry and in your DNA? So there are many things out in the environment like sleep, right? If you get good sleep, your body's gonna feel like everything's okay. We don't need inflammation. And if you go through a period of time where your sleep is disrupted, well, your body's going to feel like it's under attack and it's going to rev up all of those pathways. So I want people to really start thinking about healing in terms of creating the environment for your body to um, repair, to restore, to regenerate, and to move towards a, a place where it can actually work on those really positive pathways rather than always fighting the fire of inflammation and toxins coming in. We actually have a lot of control over that. And you and I have talked about this. I, we, I always say, no matter where you are on this continuum of really poor, poor health to perfect health, I have never seen anybody put into place good habits and not move towards better health. I can guarantee that. It doesn't mean we're gonna, you know, go to a hundred percent health and be cured, but I think it's very realistic to have that in mind when you start really thinking about your health differently. So, on a biochemical level, I alluded to um, a state of healing being where, like the the desirable pathways are turned on, where you're restoring and regenerating, and then conversely when the body's um, under a lot of stress, the opposite um, scenario happens. But how does that feel like on a human level, right? Like you can't see into your biochemistry. When I see a patient, I have no idea what their molecules are doing. I can guess, but I don't really know that data, right? And, and before we get like off track here, you know, testing isn't 
as useful as we would like to hope in the world of integrative and functional medicine. I think a person's story is really important of how things have developed and also um, their lifestyle habits. That gives me enough information to figure out where we're gonna intervene usually. So on a human level, how you experience healing is that you might have less symptoms. I didn't say zero symptoms, but your symptoms are improved. Um, you may feel a better quality of life, more um, capacity to do the things that you enjoy, right? And I actually call that true healing. You know, I used to take care of patients um, in, at end of life when, um, when I used to practice hospice and palliative medicine, and I used to do a lot of home hospice. And I learned so many valuable skills there. First of all, I learned to work in a group and the doctor's not the most important person in that group. Guess who's the most important? The patient? You got it. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. It's a patient-centered <laughs> framework. So, you know, we're all consultants to the patient and the patient ultimately decides what is best for them. And I love that model because it's like, oh, the patient actually has autonomy. <laughs> so in, in that, you know, I would go to people's homes and sometimes they would just be days to weeks from when we knew they were going to pass. And I, it was always really wonderful to see that, you know, people who worked on their emotional health, who developed good connections with people that were close to them, these people are not depressed. They're not anxious, despite what they know is going to happen to them in a few days, you know, and, and they can continue to work on these um, positive emotions, still eating good food if they can, you know, moving their bodies when they can, and that actually adds to their quality of life. So if an end of life person can actually squeeze some benefit out of lifestyle habits, we all can when, when our physiology is not as disturbed as a person who's end of life. So I feel really hopeful when, when I learn that I have control over so many aspects of my health. Me too. Me too. And, and, you know, the way I met you in years ago now in 2016 was through one of these early health courses that you taught and all of the things that you just spoke to that someone might experience from implementing these lifestyle habits uh, rang very true for me. Certainly a lot of symptom relief, uh, fewer symptoms. Um, definitely my quality of life has improved. Um, do I walk around, you know, saying that I'm curious? of MS? Of course not. But is my quality of life better? And is MS taking up less of a piece of who I am and my life? Absolutely. And I will be forever grateful um, to you for that, for teaching me how important it is to address these issues in our lives as people living with MS. So thank you. You know, I actually had to go through that whole process of learning it myself too. You know, the, the irony is as a, physical, um, as a physician, I actually didn't have that framework in my head until I got sick and I had to figure out a different way of really making sure that I could actually heal myself. And so I, I think this is the tragic thing about our state of healthcare. We're so disease and pharmaceutical focused we're not looking at the other half and imagine what would happen if you put those two halves together 
Which is the perfect segue into why we are here today, because you have done just that. You are truly unique as a physician who is living with this condition, who has figured out, researched how to help us. You've helped yourself. You've started to help others. So, you know, let's talk about that. As people living with MS, how do we access reliable healing information? That is really the... The problem, I think, that I came across when I became a patient, I would search endlessly online. And even though I'm a physician, I would come across information that maybe wasn't true or maybe wasn't presented in the right way. And it would be so upsetting, right? And it really just felt like doom and gloom to the point where I was like, I can't go on the internet anymore. I don't want to see it, right? I don't want to think about that thing that can happen to me, right? So um, I think there are lots of places that actually are great resources for MS-related information. Um, however, I think what's missing is the next part. It's like, okay, let's say you found the information that you trust. What do you do with it? And in my clinical practice of working with patients one-on-one -on -one and in groups, I find that people really struggle with translating that information into behavior. That's it. That's where the problem is. That's where the block is. Because people know they have to eat better. They know they have to sleep. They know all that. None of that is a secret. But doing it is like on a whole nother level and it requires a system. And we, when we are just walking around through our life, most of us don't have systems in place to build habits. And so that's what we've been working on with True Medicine to try to figure out like, how do you bring neuroscience and education and medicine together and give people information in a way that they can digest it because everybody should be able to understand how their body works, right? And not like how, how your arm works, but I want you to know how your mitochondria work. I want you to know all about your micro microbiome, right? Like I find that stuff so fascinating. So I wanna figure out how to get people around that block of putting it into their routine. And so while there are many resources online, I wanted to create something that was specific to the MS community because of course it's so near and dear to my heart. Um, and, um, and, and then put the implementation piece in there. And there's one more really, really important piece. And this is what I actually learned from you, Katie. And I get kind of emotional thinking about it because, you know, this is, um, it's so wonderful to listen to your patients because they'll just tell you what they need, right? And it was the bringing in the community component where people who have a shared experience, a shared diagnosis can really connect because nobody will get you like another person who has MS, right? I talked to my husband about MS, but he doesn't have MS, right? He's very empathetic. But it's not the same thing as somebody else like maybe when you and i talk katie about our symptoms or our experiences 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you've taken this knowledge, this experience you have as a physician working with your patients, and you've really spearheaded this um, designing this True Medicine MS program. So let's dive into that a little bit. Tell us um, a little bit about the journey that we've been on with True Medicine and really where we're headed, because you're here today to talk about the newly vamped up program that is ready for launch. I thought the day would never come, Katie. So, you know, this was an idea I've had in my head for six years, and I really needed other brains on the team. And, you know, I reached out to colleagues, and you were one of them, and um, we decided we would put a program together. So, you know, I, I always want to go back to why I'm doing this, right? Because I think the why is really important. As a physician who gets to see people with really complex chronic medical conditions, and then as a patient living with a complex chronic condition, I sort of have the luxury of seeing it from both ends. And being trained in so many different areas of medicine has given me this really broad lens. So I, it's what, what drives me every morning when I wake up to work on this, is how do we empower people to think about their health differently and to be intentional about decisions they make to change their future health? That's it. Like, how do we tell people you actually have a choice in what can happen to your health in the future? And then saying, here are the things you can do, and then making them feel so confident in their skills that they're like, I am going to do this. And there are other people in the community doing this with me. That's what gets me really excited. So before okay. we start talking about the actual true medicine program and what that entails from a participant's point of view, tell us just briefly a little bit about the background of the team. Sure. Well, you know, I'm one of the co-founders and my job is to make sure that the information we're putting together is all evidence-based, effective. It's not going to waste people's time because I don't do that. Uh, so I'm the chief scientific advisor. And then Katie, I also want to talk about your involvement at the very earliest stages of this. You were one of the people that came in at, you know, when there was just three of us with me, you and Anne-Marie, and you came in as our implementation uh, and um, educational consultant, you brought your decades of experience of, um, you know, working and teaching and coaching other teachers to help us actually build a structure that allows people to learn in a, an efficient way, to, to simplify things and to help people translate knowledge into action. So yes, that very was, much. That, yes. that change management piece um, is so difficult. And I, I was so honored to be able to bring that piece to the program. And you know, the other thing that you actually brought to the program was the patient perspective. I actually kind of 
lose that sometimes because I have to bounce back and forth between patient doctor, but you would always be like, no, 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 no. That's not what a patient wants. Okay. Yeah, you're right, Katie. You gotta, gotta do it the other way. You know, so, so that perspective I find really important, you know, for you advocating for the patient perspective. Um, Anne-Marie is um, currently um, working with us with marketing and business strategy, and she has decades of public health experience. So she brings that component because part of what we also want to do is like, how do we change how people view health, right? And so we want this to go further than just our group here. So we, we have big plans, but um, then there's Roberta, who is a recent addition to our team. She is a certified functional medicine health coach, and she's amazing. She in Brazil um, practiced dentistry, so she's a dentist, and she also um, has training in uh, Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So Dr. Roberta is an amazing human who has a very close connection to MS. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that actually is what prompted her to um, go and pursue health coaching. So she's um, going to be uh, facilitating the gathers and she will be um, doing the group health coaching throughout the forums. And then there's Nikki, who is our soon to be college grad with a neuroscience degree, and she's also a yoga instructor. Um, she is the person that brings all of my ideas in my head to life. She puts things on paper. She makes it look beautiful. She tells me when I've gone overboard and just put way too much detail or I'm starting to sound like a doctor. So, you know, I, I get help from everybody so that I can design something that's really user-friendly. So we have a lovely team and um, it's everybody, you know, brings their really special skill set. To, to the program. It is a very special group of people, small but mighty, um, and definitely on course to really change the trajectory of our lives, people living with MS. So can you give us kind of a brief overview of what the program looks like for someone who might be interested in participating? Sure, so the foundations program is just that it is going to give you the foundations of what it takes to start building health from an upstream approach right working at the foundational level to put into place all the things uh, your body needs to run optimally so we have this tagline gather learn and heal which actually you came up with katie so um we um first start with um, we have modules uh, and there's five of them. I focus on all five lifestyle habits because I think they're all important. I think there's this misconception that nutrition is the most important. It's not, they're all equally important. So five modules, they are nutrition, um, mind-body balance, restorative sleep, movement and exercise, and the one you may not get anywhere else, toxin awareness. Um, so the way I do it is you come in, it's an online uh, program. So you go to your module, you watch the videos that are relevant. I've given you just enough information so that you need to, you can do what you need to do without being overloaded. And I've pulled in a lot of really MS specific research so that you really understand the why behind it. So you watch your videos, then 
comes the really important part of structured goal setting. You will write SMART goals. And again, this is a Katie contribution to the program. So uh, based on what you learned in that module, you'll pick one or two things, probably two things to work on, and you write a SMART goal about it, okay? But that's not enough you have to share your SMART goal. So when we meet in our weekly Zoom meetings, um, people share their small SMART goals in small breakout groups. Groups of three, you don't have to do it in front of the entire group, but a small group of three. And everybody gets a chance to read their goals. They talk about um, what's been hard, what's been easy, what's been successful. And you also, as you're writing your SMART goal, you have to sort of, um, uh, problem solve ahead of time. You know, what are the barriers I'm gonna run into? Who are the people that can help me? So you show up with your SMART goal and now you've shared it with two other people that are very similar to you. And that gives you accountability, right? You have people that you've, you've discussed this with. And in the gather meetings, you know, we meet in the large group, but we spend a lot of time in the small groups because people love connecting with their peers. And um, what happens beyond the meetings, uh, the Zoom meetings, is that there are forums that um, are specific to various topics. So you might go in there and ask a question or someone might put a really interesting recommendation in there or a recipe or whatever it is. But everything is really structured to be positive, to be motivational. Um, and you know, we do a lot of problem solving for each other when asked. So that's really the programmatic flow. There's also an opportunity for a like a Q&A with Dr. Susan, where you know you can go and search the bank of questions to get your question answered. And if it's not there, you can ask your question and I will answer it. So we've given lots of different opportunities for people to interact and to keep reinforcing what they've done with what they've decided they're going to do for their goals so exciting i cannot wait for this launch um i think it would be really helpful to share a little bit about how our pilot went in terms of participant success just so people can get an idea of how effective this program is would you share a little bit about the pilot data Last year, at the beginning of 2021, we launched a pilot program to test out our idea that an online program could really be impactful in changing people's you know, level of health. So I think we had about 26 people who finished the program. It was 12 weeks and they went through a similar program to the foundations program that's going to be launching in March. Um, but, but, you know, it was slightly, I'd say it's slightly less robust because of the volume of stuff that we included and some of the other things that we did. You know, when we measured people's um, symptom scores up front and we did an assessment of their global physical health and their global mental health, and then we repeated it again at the end of the program, and then we compared, I was astonished. I thought I had run the numbers wrong. So I hand calculated people's scores. I called Anne Marie, who's our public health expert. And I said, well, we really made an error here. And she said, no, 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 that's not an error. And I said, well, it is because this far outperforms what I can do with my patients one on one in clinic. That's actually profound, right? I didn't give out any supplements to this group. We didn't do any fancy testing no fancy pharmaceuticals that we added. Everybody was on their own therapies or no therapies. And people dropped 
their symptom scores. Uh, I think it was on average um, uh, 39% drop in total symptom scores um, in, the, in the group, in the cohort that we had, right? So we actually had people quantify their, their symptom and how severe it was. And we just compared numbers before and after. That's actually remarkable. 39% over 12 weeks without anything fancy or expensive. We also did an assessment of global physical health and 70% of people showed an improvement in just 12 weeks of their, in, in, in their physical health. Mental health improved by 41%. Again, short period of time, no antidepressants, no Ativan. It was just teaching people a different way of doing things, but also inspiring them and motivating them to say, you can do this, let's all do this together. And it really just blew my mind that in a program where I haven't touched a person that we were able to get results like this. Because I think the, the idea is that getting one-on-one -on -one attention from a doctor is the best you can do. And I don't know if that's really true anymore, not in my mind when it comes to my personal experience. I concur. I think that, of course, having access to a doctor like you who is knowledgeable and personally understands the challenge and the solutions is really critical. And yet, without that community piece of people coming together with that shared challenge and working together as a team for um, collective wellness, you know, it's just you get caught up in this momentum of healing. And we really healed together. Together. We came up with solutions together. And uh, so I am a firm believer that the power of community is really what can help us move forward, um, make huge leaps and bounds in our personal health. You know what it was, I think, I think you said that beautifully, and it made me think about what we actually did. We built a microculture of wellness where it's like, you know, we may have family, families and friends that don't practice good nutrition or they don't value exercise, but within this group, that's what we do, right? And it normalizes that behavior and it makes it actually very desirable. And so the people that we hang out with largely influence our day-to-day -day decisions. So we better pick good people to hang out with. And the other thing that actually came to mind as you were speaking was, you know, I, I said, I, you know, I didn't touch anybody. I didn't examine anybody when I, when we did this pilot program, it was all virtual. And something that's been really important to our team as we've worked together is how do you deliver this kind of care or this kind of program to people completely virtually? We may never meet in person, but how does it still feel like high touch? How do people feel cared for? Because when people feel cared for, they do amazing things for themselves. It gives them permission to heal themselves. And so that's one of our guiding principles as well. It's like, how do we continue to make this not feel like a, you know, a two-dimensional screen that we can really connect? And you've actually been a really important part of that. Well, thank you. That's I 
I know that I thrive in community and that was a big piece of my personal journey to wellness was surrounding myself with people going through the similar things. And that's, you know, the impetus of the flock um, with this podcast. And frankly, many of the piloters were still in regular contact and we have weekly conversations. So, you know, learning the true medicine program, it didn't start and end there. And I love that you're building this community of people that will be ongoing and really help people continue to thrive over time. Yes. And one thing that I wanted to really create was a place where people can come, come and get reliable information that's safe. It's physician vetted, but the conversations are actually positive and they're not destructive. Sometimes when I'm on social media, I see things where I feel like that's not productive. Like I wouldn't want to be a part of that forum because, you know, people are upset, people are feel are hurt and it's, there's really nothing to address that hurt, right? It, it, there's no system in place, right? We created that system because all of us in many different ways are suffering with whatever we're experiencing with MS and that's, and that's okay, but let's talk about it and let's be systematic about how we approach it rather than having somebody say something that's really awful and, you know, um, uncomfortable for them and then not really having any follow up. Right, not having a community that can really come back and hold that person up. Yes, it's that solutions orientation. Um, I think that that you've built. And, and that, that is just, to me, that's where the magic happens. Yeah. So what would you say to someone who is listening and saying, wow, this sounds great. I am interested. Where should they go to, to learn more? Sure. So if you want to be transformed, and I know that sounds like a big word and I'm not a person that exaggerates, but I'm going to say that this will change your life in 12 weeks. If that's what you're all about, come to our website, truemedicinems.com. So you'll see my uh, my face on the homepage. Um, you could read through that and there's a couple of great videos there. Then hop on over to the course page to learn more about what the course is like, what it includes, um, the cost of it, when it starts. Uh, so those are the two main pages I'd have you look at. If you happen to know a neurologist, you might want to share with them the professionals page because it's not enough for patients to find this program. We have to get this into mainstream neurolo neurology care of MS because that's what comprehensive MS care is, right? Uh, so, yeah, so you can find us on the website. We're also on social media, so Facebook and Instagram, which is going to be a great resource if you want evidence-based information. So there's going to be um, MS-specific research that comes up so you can kind of keep up on what's really interesting. We're going to talk about a lot of wellness tips and um, you'll even get a little glimpse into our team, you know, doing their thing every day. Um, so those are the main things, places I'd go to. Wonderful. And when I signed up on the website by just putting my email in there, I got access to actually a fair amount of really helpful free information. Beautiful. 
Yes. So uh, if you come to the bottom of our homepage, uh, there's actually many places on the website, but on the homepage at the bottom, you can actually put in your name and email address and give us permission to put you on our mailing list so we can continue to send you things that are just available for our um, mailing list subscribers. You know what else you'll get? A really cool mini course. So it's Dr. Susan breaking it down for like a full 15 minutes. Um, and I think it's actually a really great introduction to a different way of thinking about autoimmunity and MS, because I wanted to break it down for people so they understand where I'm coming from and why I'm constantly saying upstream, upstream, lifestyle, you know. So um, I think that's a really great video to really understand this new paradigm. And it's Agreed. Free. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. And free is always appreciated. You know, so let's talk about that because this is something you and I have talked about during the entire time of development, and that is accessibility. You know, we want this to be able to be something that everyone can access. And so it was really important to us to design multiple avenues to participation. So can you talk a little bit about cost and um, how, how you would present that to someone? So there is a cost for the program because we've got a lot of people working in the background to, to create this. Um, you know, it was really important to our team. And you were actually a big proponent of this that brought this issue front and center. It's like, you know, you shouldn't have to be rich to get your hands on this information. So we've worked really hard to keep the cost down. We will be offering partial scholarships uh, to people who, you know, fill out our um, application and tell us that they have a need. Um, and, and it's simple, we're not gonna ask for your taxes or anything like that. Um, you know, we will do our best to support as many people as possible. Um, these are also, this is also a great gift, right? If you know somebody who would benefit from this or, you know, you, you need some financial support ask somebody to purchase this for you. And you can also pay in four installments over six weeks. Here's, uh, I wanna tell, tell you actually a little bit about our scholarship program. Can I do that? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, we decided we wanted to set up a scholarship program. And what I decided would be great is that if we have a shop that sells products that we trust, then the proceeds from the sales of those things would directly fund the scholarship program. So we don't take any of that money for our own, you know, purposes. It is going to fund the scholarship program. So what can you buy to find, uh, fund our scholarship program? Well, right now the list is small in terms of products, but we'll be adding more, but we will have recommendations for our favorite HEPA air purifiers and non-toxic skincare um, and, and other products, uh, water filters, et cetera. That'll, that, that'll be coming soon. But there's also our full script dispensary where you can get access to um, safe vetted uh, supplements. One of the most common questions I get in my clinical practice is, what brand of vitamin D should I get? What brand of uh, B12 should I get, right? Uh, how, what fish oil should I buy? And, you know, I thought, well, that's important because people want to make sure they're using products that are safe and clean and effective. And um, so I, if you go under, go into the full script account on our website under the shop tab, you, um, 
go into our favorites while you're in the Fullscript account, you will see different categories. So if you're looking for a vitamin D, everything that's in that category has been vetted by me personally. I have gone through to make sure that it meets or exceeds CGMP standards. I've, they might have you know, third-party testing. Most of them actually do because I think it is important to use a quality product if you are going to use something. I'm not a big proponent of supplements, but if you're gonna use one, make sure that it's good quality. And so, um, and you also get a 10% discount. So I would love everybody's support and shopping on this page so that we can start, start um, building up our scholarship fund. Excellent. Now let's talk about all that people get with the purchase of this program because they're going to have a personal health coach and Roberta. Let's talk about, about that, just the value of this course. You know, part the, there's many different components. There's the information piece where I put the five modules together that I alluded to earlier. That's one component. Uh, there's the group health coaching that's going to be done by Dr. Roberta. So she will um, be available for questions. They, these will all happen through our forums and we do it in a group format because I have found that when somebody asks a question, 10 other people have the same question. So everybody learns from everybody else's questions. You know, oh, actually, you know what else you get is when we do the toxins awareness um, module, she is going to lead you through a two week detox. Not like what you think a detox is where you have to drink juice and no calories for two weeks. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about actually what we would do with our patients, you know, if we were in clinical practice. So, um, but Roberta has been doing this in groups in her own um, private health coaching practice. And so she um, is going to provide that to our, um, our group. So that's actually really exciting. And you know, there's a cost to that if you want to do that separately with a health coach. So that's included. Uh, and you know, health coaching isn't inexpensive. You know, depending on where you are in the country, it's probably on average fifty to hundred dollars an hour. So um, so for for what we're giving away the course for, I think it's a it's a huge value. Uh, and also, I put together what I think, people will need to know when they work with an individual integrative provider. Okay, that information is in the videos. So integrative providers are also expensive and they're oftentimes or most times not covered by insurance. Depending on where you're in the country, I would say it's over $300 a visit. So in order to, for you to get all the information that I'm giving you in the modules, that's multiple visits. So everything I mentioned, you get, for $697. And guess what? There's a coupon code. So misunderstood, MS understood, all one word gives you $100 off. That brings you to what, $597? That's the cost of two integrated visits. Maybe that's more. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> well, that's in, in an effort to make it accessible, right? And if that still is too much, yes, we have a scholarship program. It's not a full scholarship. It's going to be a partial half half scholarship, um, but we're doing our best. And if this is not the right time for you, please subscribe to our social media and you can get information there. Okay. So let's say I'm listening right now and I'm, I want to learn more. What would you tell me I need to do? You're going to go to truemedicinems.com. 
You're going to check out our homepage and our course page. And you're going to sign up at the bottom of the homepage to be on our newsletter. And then you could sign up for the course right on the course page. Um, we are actually launching March 19th. And there's a very good reason for it. Um, I'm Iranian. So I, um, you know, that's, that's the Iranian New Year, which coincides with the vernal equinox. And it's a time of rebirth, regeneration, renewal. What better time to bring this program to everybody? Love that. Just let's commit to better health. And, you know, we're a, a bit in on this new this new year, but what a wonderful opportunity to start anew again and really um, approach health in a very different way. I can't wait. Me neither. Thank you so much for being here today and um, talking about True Medicine MS. And I, if anyone is on the fence, I encourage you Go to the website, learn more, watch the videos, get access to the free information, and you'll see right away what type of program this is and the potential it has for you for your personal healing. Thank you again, Susan. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed listening in on our conversation about the upcoming launch of the True Medicine MS program. Dr. Susan asked me to be sure to let you know, since there are people all around the world who listen to this podcast, international participants to the program with internet access are very welcome. We'd love to have you. Visit www.truemedicinems.com where you'll find information about when the gather groups meet to see if that will work for you in your time zone. I hope that after listening to this episode, we all, one, understand that there are proven methods we can utilize to find our way to better health as people living with MS. And two, that if we are interested in learning more about the True Medicine MS program or signing up to participate in the next cohort, launching soon in March, we can visit their website, truemedicinems.com, and sign up for some awesome free health tools. And we can invite our doctors to sign up on the physician's link too. And three, that if we'd like to support the True Medicine MS Scholarship Program through our supplement, personal care, or air filter purchases, we can access their shop and full script pharmacy where we can purchase Dr. Susan recommended products at discounted prices and help enable access to the program for people in our shared community who might not otherwise be able to participate. And four, if you feel this opportunity is not for you or the timing doesn't work, that you'll still consider sharing this opportunity within your MS networks to help others gain access to this incredible healing opportunity with Dr. Susan. Our next Misunderstood Flock meeting will be Saturday, March 5th. At the Flock meeting, we'll discuss this episode and other episodes released this month and Dr. Susan will be there to answer any questions you may have about True Medicine MS. If you're not yet a Flock member but would like to be, join us. 
We are all people living with MS that meet via Zoom the first Saturday of each month to support one another. You can learn more and join us by visiting patreon.com slash msflock. As always, I encourage all listeners to reach out with questions, comments, future podcast topics, or guest ideas via email to mymsflock at gmail.com. And lastly, remember, as we travel through life with MS, we're certain to hit some turbulence. We'll get through it, especially if we're flying together, supporting one another. Thank you for listening, and until next time, be well. (laughs) 